I got to come clean about something. This one, uh, shout out to Sharon, Sharon. We had a heart to heart about the podcast. Sharon Israeli? She's Israeli. She speaks Hebrew. Shalom Sharon. Shalom Sharon. And uh, in one of the past podcast episodes, a few of them, I let, uh, I said Abba. And Abba is what I usually call you. It's dad in Hebrew. For this podcast, I was not showing up authentically fully because I said pops. I said pops a lot just to make it a little more American, I guess. More general. More American. general. I didn't want to turn anyone off. Israelis, there's so much that comes with, you know, you're pro-Israel. Like, there's all this shit. I'm an Israeli that loves everyone. Yeah, exactly. And I feel the same so, way. By the way, Abba is also in Korean. I was all, okay, there we go. So we're covering that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I said Abba in a, in a few episodes on when I was just r- talking real fast. And I had a few people message me and they're like, hey, you said Abba, the people that know. Oh. And they're like, that's how I know you were really authentic in that episode. I was talking to Sharon this weekend and she laughed about that. So I'm going to call you Abba more on this podcast. Shout out Sharon for bringing light to that. <laughs> <laughs> light to the Abba. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's take a big deep inhale. Sharon, thank you for making Sharon more authentic. It takes a village. Kavod. <laughs> okay, let's take a big inhale and get into today's episode. Okay, so this week I want to talk about uh, the importance of stress because I feel like my whole life I've kind of been trying to minimize how much stress is in my life. I feel like, you know, stress is not good for you. You release cortisol and it's just hormonally, it's just not great for you. Your nervous system, it's just not good. It doesn't help you age well. I've been trying to reduce stress. I started meditating to stress less. I went to therapy to understand what makes me stress out and why. My whole life I feel like I've been pulling stress away from my life. And then it dawned on me that maybe I'm getting too comfortable. And I, and I started to look into this other side when you're too comfortable, like you don't have enough stress. I started to ask myself, like, where is stress good? Can stress be good? And I think when stressful situations arise, you know, it forces people to overcome stuff and kind of rise to the occasion and learn new skills or think bigger. And I started to realize, like, wow you know, you kind of want to have a healthy amount of stress in your life. You don't want to be stressed out all the time. But I also realize that you don't want to live without stress. I'm not buying it. You're not buying it. I'm sorry. So you you don't think there's any... I I love to go to the origin of things, as you know. I like to go deep into it. Take us back to the beginning. So what is stress for? So you live in nature. We live in tribes. We're walking around in a prairie. We're happy. And then a tiger shows up. Boom. Stressed. Stress, gotta run, you gotta climb on a tree, you gotta run to the cave, we gotta fight. Right. That that's that's what stress that's stress in nature, right? It's survival, it's keeping ourselves alive. This is why we have all this mechanism in our body. The cortisol, adrenaline, it's to snap us into action really fast and take off and we can do crazy things with our body to save ourselves. So yes, we have all this stuff ready to go in our body. The issue with stress in a modern life is that it's constant. So cortisol is running through your system all the time. Cortisol is not healthy. Mm-mm. Short term, at a point in time, okay. That's what it's made for. But if it's all the dripping time. all the time because you stress all the time, it's destroying your body. Yeah, it leads it's destroying to... the cells. It's destroying the... Uh, the DNA, the telomeres. The telomeres, it's shortening them. And that's terrible for us it's killing our immune system it's causing us health problems it's uh shortening our life the worst part of it it's taking down the quality of life right 
So I don't think stress is a good thing at all. It's okay to be, feel stress sometimes because something dangerous happened, but it's not what it's made for. I think modern life is very, very stressful. Like very. I, I always say, modern life is... Trauma. It's one trauma, right? <laughs> modern life is trauma. We have to have a career and a family and a mortgage, and success, and we have to have all these things that we put in front of ourselves to, to, to have education and all that stuff. And we drive in very fast cars and we, you know, we put our body in these boxes that move 60, 70, 80 mm -hmm. miles an hour. It's, is this even normal? Can we even sustain that kind of a, a speed? So I don't know that this is healthy for us. If you go back to a few hundred years ago, a few thousand years ago, when people walking much slower, everything was happening at a slower pace, we were digesting slower, we were going through nature more, we were talking slower, things were moving at a different speed. It's, I think it's a lot more fitting to who we are. So although it was more dangerous, you think the quality of life was probably more enjoyable? I don't even know if it was more dangerous. There were periods of time that things were not dangerous at all there were maybe moments of danger i don't feel like stress is serving humanity in a good way at all what you probably trying to say uh -huh. is it's good to have a bit of an edge so you have a purpose some pressure or some, some discomfort some, some, or there's a reason to get up in the morning you know that saying that uh, with the gazelle in africa uh -huh. every morning in africa gazelle wakes up it knows it must outrun the fastest line or it will be killed Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. It doesn't matter whether you're a lion or gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. Exactly. So that's kind of the sense of urgency in life. Like you want to do something in your life. I don't feel like the right way to live is to sit in the cave and meditate all day. Mm -hmm. I think we're here to experience. We're here to try things. We're here to create we're here to build, we're here to be curious, and that's all wonderful. But we put ourselves in this need, 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 more, 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 and it's very hard on our system. Mm. Do people really enjoy their life with all the stress? I mean, people around you that are really stressed in their life, in their jobs and their life, do you think they're enjoying it? I mean, parts of it, yeah, but I'm sure, I think they could probably do the same things. We've had this conversation before, and what, what it led me to is I realized you could probably achieve the same things. People love to create things that they're passionate about, right? But if you do it from a place of stress, from what you're saying, it's probably not that healthy for you. You could still create that same thing that you're passionate about if you just do it for a different reason. You're saying do it. My question to you then is, if, if you're not doing it from a place of stress, then what's your driver? You do it because you love it? You do it because it makes you Because you enjoy it, because it's got a purpose in it, because you may be servicing someone with it, servicing society, serving serving the world. Even if you're making money out of it, it's okay as well. And, and you want to make money, and that's your goal. But there's a lot more going going on here. I feel like kids from very young age have a lot of pressure to succeed, to succeed in school, in sport teams, socially, academically, all the time, all the time. I see that. I saw it on you guys and your brothers. There's a certain pressure. It's built into the system. And even though us as parents were, were trying not to buy into it, it was it was in the air. That's kind of like all the friends are going for it. One of your brothers would come home so stressed about school, and, and I would say, "Why are you so stressed?" Because I need to get the grades. I'm like, did I ever ask you to get an A? He goes, yeah. I'm like, I never asked for getting an A. Well, so, so, so why are you so stressed? Well, everybody else in class want to get an A. I'm like, what are you putting on you, on yourself? It's, yeah. it's, there's this built-in pressure to excel and to be the best and to not fail. We're losing a lot of quality. Of life quality, I feel, with all this, all this having to excel all the time and all the pressure we put on ourselves, and it's almost like stress became the norm. Like stress is like the 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 baseline now. 
in my opinion, it's the primary driver of most people's lives in our modern society, especially here in the U.S. I just feel like people get up and do what they got to do because they're stressed that if they don't, things will fall apart in front of them. They're going to lose everything overnight. And I don't know I, I personally fall into the trap all the time where I feel like I can use stress to achieve my goals. And I and I think it's dangerous because it works. That's probably the thing I'm most scared of is like I know I can harbor stress to achieve my goals. I'll give you an example. Let's say I have to hit a few deadlines. And if I make sure I really stress out about them, then I'm going to do them. The more I stress out about it, the more urgent it feels. It's almost like if I'm too zen out, sometimes I'll be like, it's okay. It's, in, you know, I'm indifferent. It doesn't matter. Obviously, that's an extreme example. But I just find all the time that I can grab stress and use it to get my my job's done. And then I'm like, oh, man, that's not good. Don't do things from that place. But then I'm like, oh, just one more time, one more time. It's like a drug almost. If I just put tons of stress, like, okay, I'm going to go uh, get way too big of a, of a house and rent it. And then I'll have to make tons of money so that I can pay the rent. And to make tons of money, I'll have to work really hard. So I'll have to get really good at something. If I get really good at something- Do you then- enjoy a big house? We have these huge goals. Then we try to, then we stress ourselves to be there in that goal, to be in a big house, to be in a nice car. And we work really hard to keep all this stuff. And the question is, are we really enjoying the day-to-day? Yeah. Are we really present with the day-to-day? Yeah. Or we just, we're just, stressed out in the big house. So you, we know that the body doesn't uh, enjoy life very much when it's, it's highly stressed. I mean, my question is then, what is healthy stress? Or I guess what you're saying is like healthy pressure. Because offline, we talked about Scandinavia where it's more of a socialist country. My mother is Danish, so we've actually spent a lot of time in Denmark, and I'm very familiar with how that society operates from the inside. And people are really happy. They win happiest countries every year. People are more content because you take away the three biggest stresses in the world. There's no issue with healthcare, there's no issue with education, and no issue with retirement. These are the three things that people are the most worried about. If I'm going to get sick, what's going to happen? If I'm going to retire, what's going to happen? And if I want education, my kids want education, what's going to happen? And if you take those three factors out of the equation, it takes a lot of stress out of the system. But I can tell you something about Scandinavia. The highest rate of suicide is in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like they have to get up the sunrise and start running. They're not the gazelles or the lions. They're not the gazelles or the lion. It takes something out of life. So I understand what you're saying. That's, my, that's what I was curious about. That little piece there, like... What do you call that? That's kind of what I want to explore a little bit because you're saying it's not stress. It's not stress. It's pressure, maybe. You know the I call it the edge. It's kind of an edge. You want to. You have a bit of an edge in your life to keep growing, to keep moving forward. What's the rabbi say about the lobster? Lobsters protect themselves with the shell, and when they get too big, their like little flesh on the inside gets too big. It's really uncomfortable for them because they're pushing against the inner walls of their shell. And the only way for them to grow is by shedding that shell and getting super vulnerable. And they have to go out and be completely exposed to harm. And they grow a new shell that's bigger that they can grow into. Without that discomfort, there's no growth. That's their indicator. So that is kind of what I packaged up as stress. Growth and stress are two different things, though. But stress leads to growth, I think, in my opinion. That's kind of what I was grappling with early on. Pain leads to growth. Stress, I don't know if okay. stress leads to growth. So I think then that's important to distinguish because I felt like I was trying to eliminate all this stress in my life. And then I was like, am I going soft? Like, Do I need more stress to kind of make sure that I'm on my, I'm on my game? I got my edge. I'm a little uncomfortable and I got to stay hungry. Because I think there's something about being too cush. And, you know, we talked about it in a past podcast episode where 
my upbringing was like very safe. When I was I don't know, 25 or something, I went in, I moved cities, I cleaned urinals at a restaurant. Like I was doing some of these like service industry difficult jobs just to get a feel for like what it takes. Yeah, because I was learning uh, video editing on the on my free time. And I was like, if you don't learn video editing fast enough, you're going to have to keep cleaning these toilets and stuff. And it helped. Because I was like, I don't want to keep cleaning toilets. But as I forced myself into this like discomfort, this stress, this pressure. And so maybe we just need to cleanly package that into a word that kind of feels a little more accurate. Well, in your case, it was delayed gratification, right? And that's important thing to learn, to have delayed gratification. I'm going through the hard time now so I can get better, better things later. Right. Growing and pushing yourself to get better it's a wonderful thing growing is a wonderful thing i think that we, we we need to grow all the time you need to have curiosity keep growing all the time and look stress is part of life there's nothing we can do about it especially part of modern life you get children you know one of your friends just had a, a baby and i can see that it, it changed his whole attitude about life he, he just has to do something much bigger and earn more money and he feels responsible for fewer people now and it's 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 Yes, it gives you that level of stress, like you say. But we can't forget that what's important here is the baby and the relationship and not get sucked into the stress and not appreciate life anymore. So it's about balance. It's about understanding what's really important and not making the money and the and the work so stressful that you stop enjoying what's important in your life. That, that, I guess that's what I'm trying yeah. to say here. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like what I was thinking when you were saying that was like there's different ways to grow like you can grow and, and reach your goals and reach the next level that you feel you're capable of but your driver can either be passion or that fire that you can't turn off inside of you and th- i think the problem is you can also fuel that passion and fire from stress like that passion that fire can also come from stress and so that's something that i do sometimes is i like use stress as like a growth hack where i'm like oh if, just make yourself super stressed and you'll have to get out of it and it's a little dangerous. There's like some value in there where... But it's really you're judging things with your Western capitalistic eyes. Mm-hmm. And that you, so you grew up. Yeah. Because, you know, the pygmies are the people that work the less amount of hours in the world. They work 15 hours a week or something. Pygmies? Pygmies. It's a tribe. And they, you know, do a little art, arts and craft and whatever. They sell it. And the rest of the time, they spend with their kids and they're walking in nature and they have a beautiful life. It's very, very simple life. They mm. live in tents mm. and they, uh, you know, they live very basic. And actually, if I look at their lives and you talk to them, it seems like their life is a lot less stressful than ours and mm. they're, they're, they're happier. So it's something that, you know, we have a certain kind of a Western capitalistic look at things and that's the only way we can see things through those glasses but if you start traveling in the world and see other way of living maybe the american way is not the only way maybe the western way is not the only way there are there are other ways to to live your life that are not as stressful do you remember the story in denmark we mentioned in denmark when we went to the store and we were trying to buy this really expensive 400 shoes hmm. and uh i was really you know so expensive i was contemplating and the woman came and said I'm closing the store in two minutes, so make a decision and, and basically kick me out. Yeah, you said no. And I said, no, I, no I, I got to think about it. I said, I need to think about it. She goes, well, come back tomorrow. And I thought in the US, they would stay open another half an hour for you to think about it. Yeah. But she said, I'm going home to have dinner with my family. Yeah. And that's more important to me. And I was shocked. 
It was the owner. It wasn't an employee. No, it was, it was the owner. It was the owner. It was the room in the, on the store. And, and we were like talking about it. And I realized that for her, it was more important to have dinner with the family at five o'clock than to deal with my $400, yes or no. Her life is more balanced this way. Yeah. But you know, when you come from a very capitalistic point of view, you stay open another half an hour, you come late for dinner, but you made yourself a $400. Now, who's happier? I yeah. I'm not so sure. Here's what I think. is like we really complicated life a little bit here. We complicated life a lot here. It could be very simple. Like you gave the example of the pygmies and, and even in Denmark, I think there's the simplicity to life. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy. He just moved to San Luis Obispo and he's telling me about, give me an update on his life. And he used to have these big aspirations, these big dreams. And he was always stressed out. And he told me like, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I want to achieve. He said, the dream got simpler, Sean. Because I was like, wow, this is so different from you. I'm surprised. And he's like, I don't need the yacht. I don't need the island. The dream got simpler. I don't know why I was chasing all that stuff. I just want enough to support me. It's not worth it. He's like, it was just not worth it. And part of me was like, wow, this guy gave up on life. But I'm like, no, it's this is the game that we're bought in to try to beat. He just simplified it and was like, I can make enough to live this simple life that I've already deemed okay. This will be a great life for a lot of people. And I think so too. I'm going to go do what it takes to live that life and drop the fantasies about all the private islands and stuff. And I was like thought about that call part of that was really respectable exactly why didn't someone need to own an island it's a lot of complication to own an island it sounds so <laughs> it sounds so amazing but you know it's complicated to own an island yeah I, I watched your brother backpacking in south america with one backpack it's really very light backpack. He brought like nothing and it's really wonderful to watch and he's saying wow i realize i can do with so much less and i said do you need me to bring you anything he goes, no i mm. packed exactly what i need and he just went for a cold weather trip i said well how'd you do it because i just borrowed a jacket i <laughs> paid 15 dollars for this jacket and uh made it work and i'm good i don't have to carry it for the rest of the way and that teaches you something really beautiful like how much less do you need to survive and he unconditioned himself to you know have as much as he did and i'm wondering how long that conditioning to live off less will last and when he comes back here to the land of more is better i think having more is more stress and i think that he's learning something about having less stress Possessions create stress. So back to circle back to what you said. Yeah. I think stress gets created by our goals that are not realistic. And if our goal is to live more calm lives, and then we may be able to do it in, mu- in a much different way than we do it now. And I, I don't feel like the cycle of stress is a healthy cycle. Okay. So I think it was good because I said, basically, I think there is good stress. And you immediately disagreed and challenged that because you said... Look, let's basically remove as much stress as we can from our lives. If you're talking about growing and achieving more, then let it come from a healthy place. Don't try to use stress because my argument was like, eh, I think stress is good if you do it like this and you can achieve these things and use it in like an aware, self-aware way. And you were like, I'm still not buying that. There's reasons to grow. It's good to be driven and dedicated and ambitious. Do it for the right reasons. Stress is not the right reason. If you're using stress to grow, you basically told me to reevaluate my reasons for... Uh... If you're using stress to grow, you're actually pouring some poison into the system to grow. It's just like people using coffee to overwork. And, if I can just get that thing done, I'll just be a little closer. to calm down, you know, right? So, a lot of stimulants in this world. So, I don't know if in the long run it's, it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. 
I mean, it's good for me because I'm 30 years old now. I'm trying to put together the strategy to live the most productive, grounded, whole decade. I was like, where does stress play in? And so I kind of was like, you know, I'm gonna talk to you about this on the podcast because I do think there's a place for stress in there. And I'm realizing I think I'm gonna remove as much stress as I can and focus on using other stuff to try to fuel me to reach my goals and fall in love with where you are right now and your life will be just fine. I'm very glad you got to hear that. Well, I got to tell myself that weekly because this world is a a stressful place. (laughs) (laughs) You make it stressful. Well, this week we'll have a meditation to help make it a little less stressful. So thanks for listening to this episode and we'll see you back here for that meditation on Friday. Okay.